Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Awesome job. How many of you are thankful for a God that doesn't limit you? I said, how many of you are thankful for a God that never limits you, but he's able to take you to more? I've so enjoyed teaching and preaching this word, and today I'm going to close this word out. Is there anybody here who knows beyond any shadow of a doubt, you're made for more? Hallelujah. Stand for the reading of God's word. I feel like preaching. If you're ready to receive, shout, bring it on. I'm coming from Genesis chapter 28. We're just going to put the cherry on the Sunday and we're going to finish this series right. My friends, by live stream, I know many of you are usually here, but the weather has kept you out. I just peeked outside. It is raining. But we're about to have some rain in here. Come on. So we're coming from Genesis 28. Thank you for tuning in by live stream. Genesis 28 verse 1 says, Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise and go to Paddan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. And then look at verse 10. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. Remember now, we learned last week that he had already uh, gotten his brother's birthright and had deceived and gotten his blessing. And now he's running scared. It said, so he came to a certain place and stayed there all night long because the sun had set and he took one of the stones of the place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed. And behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached up to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your descendants also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth you shall spread abroad to the west and the east and the north and the south and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed behold i am with you and will keep you wherever you go hallelujah and will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you then Jacob awoke from his sleep watch this now and he said surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about the fact that sometimes we all deal with hard times have you ever dealt with some hard seasons, hard situations? But you've lived long enough now that you look back on your hardest times and you can say, surely the Lord was in that place and I didn't even know it. Oh, come on. Can you look back at your hardest times when things were going bad just like they were for Jacob? But you can say, surely the Lord, I didn't even realize it then, but surely the Lord was in that place and I didn't even know it. But now today, here's what you say. You say, now I know. Now I know, and that's what I'm gonna teach. Now I know. Now I know he never left me or forsook me. Now I know the Lord was on my side. Tell your neighbor, now I know. That's why I have to praise him like I praise him because now I know. That's why I act like I act in church because now I know. That's why I'm radical to the bone because now I know. I didn't know it then, but slip up your hands. Father, anoint us, release favor in the house as I teach and preach. Let us know that you are always with us, God, and we are made for more. We give you glory. Give the Lord the great big praise. Come on, everybody. Clap your hands. Be seated. Now I know. Somebody say, now I know. This is one of the greatest examples of a person who was made for more, a person named Jacob. And Jacob went through a process on his journey to more. Wouldn't it be great if destiny was a straight line?
Wouldn't it be great if the things that God has promised you, you just went from point A to point B? But how many of you feel like you go from A to W, back to X, over to M, stopping by N, you find yourself back at L, and then come on, somebody. It's just those seasons, and it's those seasons when you learn to trust God. Now, now Jacob, in many ways, we found out last Sunday, he's not a stellar individual. He's a cheat and a deceiver. He has issues. He made his brother Esau so mad when he deceived him and stole his blessing and took his birthright that Esau literally was ready to kill him. And so he's running for his life. So, so here Jacob is and he's got issues, but hear me. He had a past, he had problems, but, but it didn't negate the fact that he was made for more. And I want to tell you, never allow the blemishes of your past to rob you of the blessings of your future. You are made for more. I said you are made for more. I'm not going to let anything in my past rob me of what God has for me in the future. I'm not going to let one issue, one failure, one blemish, it will not rob me because God still had a plan within it all. And Jacob's father Isaac knew all about his past, knew all about his junk, knew all about his issues, but that didn't change anything. Because here's the deal, when the father declares you're blessed, you're blessed I said when the father says you're blessed just do his will and you're gonna be blessed this man was blessed and that's where I want to dive into this story out on Jacob Jacob has been blessed by his father in verse 1 and essentially what his father says is this you're blessed now leave he says, you're blessed, it's time for you to get out of town. And he said, you're blessed and you got to go for real. This is wild to me because he said, leave this house and go to the house of Bethuel. Now, now this is the wild thing to me. If you take the name Bethuel and you define it, the name Bethuel means God destroys. So he says, son, you're blessed, now leave the house and go to the house that God destroys. Well, thank you so much, Dad. I appreciate that. Thank you so, so very much. He said, you're blessed. Now go to the house that God destroys. This is amazing to me because obviously God had no intention of destroying Jacob. Obviously God had a plan for him. Obviously God's hand was on him. But listen, though God was not going to destroy Jacob, there were things about Jacob that had to be destroyed for Jacob to walk fully in the blessing that the Lord had for him. There were attributes, there were ways that Jacob had that actually needed to be destroyed. He had to be prepared for what God had for him so God had to deal with him before God could really bless him God had to deal with him before God could bring him what he wanted to bring him God had to deal with him God had to get the mess out of his life the junk out of his trunk the compromise out of his life one of the things I love about the Lord is this when we submit to God he will destroy the things in us that keep us from our purpose I look back on my life and I've got to say thank you Lord thank you for the things that you destroyed he'll destroy attitudes come on somebody he'll destroy situations he'll destroy wrong relationships there are things that you've been through and you think God were you trying to damage me no God was protecting the investment that he has in you because he knew that there were things in your life that would hold you fully from the blessing so he he had to go to this place of destruction and I want to tell you that sometimes you feel like you're in a season of demolition God was destroying that Jacob's pride he was destroying his wrong mentality he was destroying his deceptive lying ways and I want you to know that God will destroy bad attitudes 
He'll destroy wrong behavior. He'll destroy bad actions. He'll get you free from impure relationships. But here's the truth. Expansion sometimes starts off looking like demolition. <laughs> Come on, can I talk to somebody? Sometimes he's got to destroy some things in our life to get us prepared for all that he wants us to be. Some of you have been in a season where you feel like I've been in a season of destruction. I'm seeing things being taken down. I'm seeing situations being dealt with. But that only means that God is preparing you to step into what he has for you to have. So he'll deal with you to get you ready. Tell your neighbor he's getting you ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you can't trip. That's why you can't overreact in a bad season. God is just getting you ready. The truth is Jacob was blessed, but he just didn't feel like it. Oh, my, 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 I know it's quiet in here, but hang with me. I'm going to show you something. Have you ever been blessed, but you didn't feel like it? What do you do when you're blessed and you don't feel like it? What do you do? He's blessed and he's running away from home. He's blessed and his daddy wants to kill him or his brother wants to kill him. He's blessed and he's sleeping in a hard place. He's blessed and he's in the wilderness. Have you ever had times like that when everybody around you, his daddy thought he was blessed? blessed. His brother thought he was so blessed that his brother wanted to kill him. Have you ever had times in your life when everybody around you says you're blessed, but you don't feel blessed? Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. If, you, if People look at you and say, man, you're blessed, but they don't know privately what you are dealing with. They don't understand privately what you are walking through. They see you from afar. They see your Instagram post. They see you on Facebook, and they think you are blessed, but they have no comprehension of what you are actually walking through. This man, everybody thinks he's blessed but him. Everybody thinks he has favor but him. Everybody knew Jesus. Jacob was blessed except Jacob. Now let me tell you, see there were times in my life when I didn't even know I was blessed, but I was blessed. But people thought I was blessed, but I didn't think I was blessed. I remember my first car. It cost $100. It was a 1971 Plymouth Fury 3. It cost $100. We bought it out of the front yard of a man. My dad walked up there and said, does this car run? I said, it hadn't run in years. My dad said, we'll put a battery cable on it. We'll see if we can charge it up. And then it, it cranked up. My dad said, would you take $100 for it? He bought the car for $100 and that was my car. I used to ride down the road jamming to the AM radio. Come on, somebody. 1971, big, long, and green, four-door, looked like the Batmobile. Can I get a witness in the house? And I used to, every morning, drive that $100 car to school, and I would stop by McDonald's, and everybody said, look at Rayleigh, man, he must be blessed, because he stops by McDonald's every single morning. He must be getting him an Egg McMuffin. They didn't even know that I wasn't getting an Egg McMuffin. I had a gallon jug in the trunk of that old car. That car was so rickety and broke down that it would run hot before I got to school so I had to pour water in my radiator about every two or three miles y'all ain't saying nothing to me people think I'm blessed but I don't think I'm blessed I want to tell you something I didn't know it then but I was already blessed the hand of the Lord was on me even when I was in the 1971 Plymouth Fury 3 there's some of you right now you don't even know it but you're already blessed you're on a journey right now you're in a process right now tell your neighbor you're already blessed yeah yeah if the father says you're blessed you're blessed Jacob had a pronouncement over his life the man that carried the Abrahamic blessing he pronounced it over him and he was blessed because the father says so see you are not blessed because of your situation you're not blessed because your situation is stellar and your circumstances are perfect you are blessed because the father has declared that you are blessed and it is just a matter of time till his proclamation and your continue and your and your situation come together and you realize that what he said about me is really true there's going to be a merging of his proclamation and your situation. What he says will come to pass. You may have to walk through a journey, but you're walking through it now, and I want to tell you that you are blessed even if you don't feel like you are blessed. Tell your neighbor you are blessed. Say, neighbor, in fact, I am blessed. 
I want all the blessed people to give God a praise. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I met Dawn at Southeastern and we didn't have anything and, and we were barely getting by, I was driving a Suzuki Samurai in those days. Come on, y'all don't know nothing about that. That car is not as big as this right here. I had to grease my hips and put a Twinkie in the seat to get in. Come on, somebody. I, I, I didn't even know it then. She didn't know it then, but we were blessed. We never dreamed that the Lord would do all that he said he was going to do. But when the Father says you're blessed no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper are there any blessed people in the room see here's the situation you just got to do what he says now now the father calls you blessed and and it's going to manifest but look watch this in Genesis 28 11, he came to a certain place and Jacob took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Now here he is in a wilderness. He's in a hard place, but the very next verse says, then he dreamed. He's in a hard place, but then he dreamed. Now we gotta stop right there and talk a minute about the rock. You know you in bad shape when you gonna make a, 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 a pillow out of a rock. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to sleep with my head on a rock. Some of y'all right now got a pillow and you wake up and say, oh, my neck. I can't even hardly turn my neck. That pillow was hard as a, oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. And it's actually a pillow. Could you imagine you in such a hard place that you have to make a rock your pillow? This is intense. He's in a hard place. He's in a tough place. He's been, he's been pursued by his brother he's been sent away by his father he's in a hard place he's in a difficult situation but the bible said then he dreamed he didn't dream until he got in a hard place he didn't dream until he got in a place where he couldn't deal with it he, he didn't dream of something better till he got in a hard place and sometimes the lord will let you get in a hard place because your dreams are not to antagonize you your dreams have come to you because you're dreaming of a better day you're dreaming of a new season and these hard times are not to defeat you your dreams or your hard times are actually your alarm clock they're waking you up and they're telling you it's time to dream I don't know who I'm talking to today maybe you're in a bad place but it's time to dream of a good place maybe you're in a hard place but it's time to dream of a better place I don't know who I'm talking to but somebody is dreaming of a better day you're dreaming of a breakthrough in your family you're dreaming of seeing your children children say are there any dreamers in the house yeah yeah the devil said I'm gonna kill you in the hard place but God said no 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 that's where they're gonna start dreaming now hear me in this room he was in the hard place and some of you have been in the hard place you're in the hard place of family issues the hard place of a financial challenge the hard place of personal problems the hard place of, pr of, of frustration at work the hard place of waiting I'm waiting I'm waiting I'm waiting I'm waiting I'm waiting it's hard I'm waiting I'm waiting you say pastor Pastor, you tell me I'm blessed, but I feel I don't feel like I'm blessed. It's hard, and I appreciate the fact. I can understand that when you don't feel like you're blessed, when you feel like you're in a hard place. But honey, whoever said that it would be easy? Whoever said that you wouldn't face hard times on your way to more? The Bible records this parable spoken by Jesus about the foolish man who built his house upon the sand and the wise man who built his house upon the rock we know that the rock represents the Word of God and the power of God and our faith in God but I want to submit to you that these this rock can also be our hard times and our hard seasons because surviving the hard seasons will prepare us to be able to handle the blessed seasons because when you come through hard places, it helps create part of the foundation for the more that your life will rest upon. Having come through hard times and hard places makes you appreciate the blessed place. It makes you protect the blessed place. It makes you know that I haven't always been where I am right now. I haven't always had what I've got right now. I remember, I remember, I remember the hard place. And as much as I hate to say it, my hardest times 
times have created the foundation for my life. My hardest times I can look back and say, God, haven't you been faithful? When I was rejected, when I went through trouble, when I went through seasons where I was taken advantage of, when people hurt me, when people did me wrong, when my own family wounded me so deeply, I didn't think I would ever recover from it. I look back now and I have to say, thank you, Lord. It was good that I was afflicted. Hallelujah, because you used it in my life. And now that hard place has become a foundation for me because now I appreciate you more. Now I worship you more. I, now I praise you more. See, the truth is you'll never understand a person's praise if you don't learn to appreciate their hard place. Oh, don't make me come down there. You'll never understand why somebody has to shout like they shout and praise like they praise and dance like they dance and weep like they weep and clap like they clap and just get all broke down in the presence of the Lord because you don't know what they have come through and you don't know how good God has been to them and their heart praise is foundational. They say, looking back, God has been good to me. Is there anybody who appreciates your hard place? Come on and give God a praise if that's you. See, you'll never understand a person's praise if you don't learn to appreciate their hard place. See, a blessed person, anybody blessed in the room, when you really understand where your blessings come from, you're going to remain humble, thankful, full of praise as long as you don't forget your hard place, as long as you can remember where he brought you from. You are made for more. You're made to be blessed. And maybe you're walking it out today. But hear me, never forget where you came from and what you came through it's the foundation for more in your life if you're going through a season right now don't forget what you've already made it through now watch this in verse 12 something absolutely phenomenal occurs heavens opens up and the ladder descends out of heaven and angels are ascending and descending and the Lord stands above it and he, the Lord is seen and the Lord is heard and I want you to understand something that heaven never opened until there was a problem heaven never opened until he was in a hard place the Lord didn't reveal himself until he got in a hard place the Lord didn't speak until he got in a hard place but it, 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 it this encouraged me so much and now let me encourage encourage you. Remember, Jacob is in this hard place. He's in this difficult situation. All hell is breaking loose, but sometimes heaven won't open until all hell is breaking loose. Heaven won't open until you're going through a crisis because we don't really look to see him until we're going through something. We don't feel like we need him until we get in crisis. So God will let us get in a hard season. God will let us encounter a hard place because his intention is to open heaven up over our lives his intention is to bring help from above somebody say help from above yeah, yeah. Have you ever gotten help from above? Have you ever gotten help and you know you didn't get the job by yourself? You didn't make it through the season by yourself? You didn't navigate that thing on your own? God came and opened heaven over your life. The hard place creates incredible opportunities for heaven to open up over your life. Somebody throw up your hands and say, let the heavens open. Come on, come on. When heavens open up, your blessing is secured. When heaven opens up, everything changes. You need to hear me. Heaven opened up over Jacob in his hard place, and heaven will open up over you in your hard place. Somebody in this house better hear me this morning. This hard place does not represent the closing of your dream, but the opening of heaven. This hard place does not mean that God is through. This hard place means that God is now getting ready to do what you have never seen him do in your life is there anybody here ready for God to open the heavens over you huh. now, now watch this I believe the symbolism is powerful here because here's what the ladder represents with angels going up and angels coming down with God at the top of the ladder and the Father speaking, the Heavenly Father speaking. I believe that this represents the flow of heaven. Come on. Angels going up, angels coming down.
that there's stuff going up to heaven and there's stuff coming down from heaven. Somebody say it's heaven's flow. Yeah, yeah, it's heaven's flow. It's heaven's flow. And see, I, I want you to understand something. Whatever you need, God can and will send it down that ladder. Everything you need, God can send it down. Everything you're trusting him for, healing, deliverance, power, provision, breakthrough, fresh oil, a new job. A relationship it can come down that ladder but you need to be sending something up come on now you got to send something up if you're gonna get something to come down and see it's time to begin to send praises up it's time to begin to send prayer up when you send the, the hallelujah up somebody say hallelujah is why don't you send up a hallelujah right now why don't you just raise your hands and say hallelujah because when you send your hallelujah up what what what's, what's this Watch this. Are you believing for a house? I believe your house can come down. I, I believe if you'll send something up, God can send something down. The question is, are you sending anything up? Are you Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, ha, ha. come on, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. Somebody, do you have a thank you, Jesus? Come on, can you thank him for what he's already done? Can you thank him for where he's already brought you? Come on, why should he bless you with the next thing if you ain't even thanked him for what he's already done? So what do you do? You send it up. You send up a thank you, Jesus. Here it goes. Somebody raise your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. And look at that. Chick-fil-A comes down. Come on, somebody. KFC comes down more than I need. I wish somebody would give him praise. Are you sending anything up? I'm going to send up my worship. Where are the worshipers in the house? Where are the worshipers in the house? Come on, if you're a worshiper, let me hear you right now. Where are the worshipers? So I send up my hallelujah. I send up my thank you, Jesus. Come, let us worship and bow down. And there it comes, a check in the mail, right out of nowhere, financial provision. It is an open flow. I dare somebody right now, send something up. My God, I'm gonna send my praise God up. Touch three people and say praise God. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get the flow going. I gotta get the heavens open. I gotta see God move. So I send up my praise God. Touch somebody and say praise God. Praise him without him if you have to, but praise God. Praise God by yourself because when you send it up, hallelujah, what's coming down? the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, somebody give God a praise. I've come to understand, it's like the old folk used to say, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. I said, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. God inhabits your praise. He shows up in your praise. He'll walk into your praise. What if your breakthrough lived in your next praise? What if your miracle lived in your next praise? One, two, three, praise the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Push your neighbor and say, send it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Send it on down. Send it on down. Lord, let the Holy Ghost come on down. Send it on down. Send it on down. Lord, let the Holy Ghost come on down. We can't do nothing till you send it on down. Lord, let the Holy Ghost Come on, God. somebody give God praise right now. Send it up and watch it come down. Now, this is where it gets even better, even gooder, gooder. You say gooder is not a word, it's even gooderer, come on. Here he is in a hard place and the Lord speaks to him. And the Lord says, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, the God of Isaac. Watch this. The land on which you now lie, this hard place that you're in, I will give it to you 
and your descendants, the land you're lying on now, he said, I will give to you, oh my God in heaven. Pastor, I thought you said he was in a hard place. I thought you said he was in an excruciating, challenging, rough, hard season. But the Lord says this, the land, the place that you're at right now, I am giving you. Jacob, you're about to own your hard place. Jacob, you may not feel like it, but you are blessed right now. I'm about to give you your hard place. Tell your neighbor, say, I am blessed right now. Yeah, 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 I declare over somebody. I declare over the people with faith. I declare over the people who believe the word. I declare that God is giving you your hard place. He's turning your hard place into your blessed place. Don't you even think about giving up. If you believe he's gonna turn your hard place into your blessed place, give him a praise right now. Has he ever turned your hard place into a blessed place? Have you ever looked back and said, God, it was hard, but I gotta say you blessed me right in the middle of it. Touch three people and say, you're blessed right now. You're blessed right now. How do blessed people act? How do blessed people act? How do blessed people act? I was wondering, how do blessed people act? How do blessed people act? How do people who know I got God's hand on my life, I'm blessed right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't need you to, I don't need you to like my Instagram post to be blessed. I don't need you to think I'm all that. I'm blessed right now. Come on now. God is giving you your hard place. Huh? Who am I talking to? I said, God is giving you your hard place. And then something so amazing happens. When, when he wakes up, he gets him some oil. And he goes and he pours oil over a rock. And you know what oil is symbolic of? It's symbolic of the Holy Spirit and his anointing. All through the Bible, we see oil representing the anointing. So here's, here's the powerful picture. Jacob received a fresh anointing in that hard place. I'm telling you, when you walk out of that hard place, don't you walk away empty. Don't you walk away with nothing to show for it. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus when you walk away from that hard place, you're going to walk away with more anointing that you've ever had in your life. The Bible said the anointing will break the yoke and lift the burden. If the devil had any sense, he would have left you alone. He wouldn't have bothered with you. He wouldn't have messed with you because now you know what you did not know before you got to the hard place. And now you're walking out with fresh anointing. I'm walking out with something I didn't walk in with somebody in this room you're gonna walk out with fresh oil from the hard place here's what you need to do get your neighbor by the hand and say neighbor our strongest anointing manifest in our hardest places yeah 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 god see oh jesus i feel this in my spirit i feel this deep down in my soul some of you have been in a hard place but god is manifesting a new anointing in you god is manifesting a new power in you and see i've received anointing and fresh oil in my hard place that will be critical for my blessing and breakthrough in my next place there are some things that i had to go through there were some some things that I had to face because it was critical that I acquire what I needed to acquire because I wanted to be blessed in my next place. Hear me in this house. I decree it and declare it over your life. You are receiving anointing and fresh oil even in this hard place. It's going to be critical for your blessing and breakthrough in the next place. You will not waste it. Don't walk away empty. Walk away with new anointing. Now, here he is. He's walking away with fresh oil. He's walking away with new anointing. He's walking out of the hard place with more than he walked in it with. Heaven open. The flow. The voice, the presence, the anointing. Heaven open over the good place, 
over the easy place, over the hard place, the flow. See where you're laying, son? I'm giving you that hard place right now. He gets up and he says, man, there's an anointing here. I got, I'm getting some oil from this place. And he's overcome. And he says these words. He said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. I was in my hardest time, but surely the Lord was in this place and I did not even know it. Surely the Lord was with me when I was wounded, when I got betrayed, when I got hurt, when I got disappointed. When I shed those tears, when I struggled, when I went through those hard times, when I battled that loneliness and that depression, and I didn't understand it then, but now have you come full circle? Can you look back? Can you look back at what you made it through? Can you look back at what you made it through and say, surely the Lord was in that place and I didn't even know it. I didn't even understand that he was there all the time. I didn't understand that he was helping me through it when my family wounded me, when I got betrayed, when I got my heart broke, when I was molested, when I had terrible things happen to me, when I went through the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. I can look back now and say, surely the Lord was in that place and I did not even know it. It did not kill my purpose. It did not assassinate my assignment. It did not change anything. Surely the Lord was in that place and I didn't know it then. I didn't know it then. I didn't understand it then. I couldn't comprehend it then. It didn't make any sense then. I didn't know it then. But now I know. Now I know. Tell you now I know. Now I know. That's why you didn't lose your mind. That's why you didn't go crazy. That's why you didn't commit suicide. That's why you didn't backslide. That's why you didn't walk out on Jesus. That's why you didn't throw in the towel. That's why you didn't quit on your dream. Because surely the Lord was in that place. I need somebody who can say, now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Tell your neighbor I couldn't see it then, but I see it now. I couldn't see it then, but I see it now. Jump on your feet right now and give God praise all over this room. No, that ain't praise. I said give God praise all over this room. That's why you can't judge anybody's praise. That's why you can't talk about somebody's worship. Because now they know. Now they know when they went through those impossible seasons, they were blessed even in the hardest times. High five your neighbor and say, you really are blessed. You really are blessed. Even if you don't feel like it, you really are blessed. Even if it doesn't look like it, you really are blessed in those times honey when you were when you were homeless in those times John when it didn't look good you didn't know that all these years later you would become who you are right now even in the hard times you were blessed oh where is somebody who's come through something even when you got rejected by your family you were blessed even when he walked out on you you were blessed even when it went wrong now I know I didn't know it then but now I know now I know somebody shout now I know now I know now I know I was made for more now I know. You say, well, Pastor, that's easy for you to say. Let me tell you something. I had one of the hardest days yesterday that I've had in a long, long time. A lot of stuff that I grew up with tried to revisit me. A lot of hateful words. A lot of ugliness. But you see, I've already lived through so much that I ain't tripping. I told Dawn, I said, I'm sleeping good tonight and preaching great tomorrow. That's my plan. Hearing words like, you're, you're going to pay. 
you're just sorry. You've always been sorry. Hearing words like that, even at 54 years old. Oh, that's too raw for y'all. But let me tell you, when you're blessed, it don't matter what people say. When God's hand is on your life, it doesn't matter what people say. When the Lord is for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. You say, well, pastor, I'm in a hard place. What do you think? I think you're blessed. Get ready for heaven to open over your life. Pastor, I don't feel like I'm blessed. I feel like I'm in the place of God's destruction. Bethuel. I would say you are only going to have destroyed from you the things you don't need because everything critical to your next season, God is going to cause it to emerge in your life. Slip up your hands and sing this. Sing it, son. Surely the Lord is here, here in this place, here in this place. Surely the Lord is here, here in this place, as we worship. Surely the Lord is here, here in this place. Surely the Lord is here, here in this place, as we worship angels going up. Come on, if there's a flow over your life, just reach out there and Jesus, Jesus.
how I trust you. I said, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. How I proved you all. And can I get a witness? Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Tell your neighbor, it's only because of Jesus, Jesus. I'm standing here today because of Jesus, Jesus. I didn't lose my way because of Jesus, Jesus. When folk wrote me off, it was Jesus, Jesus. When I lost my money, it was Jesus, Jesus. When it got real hard, it was precious Jesus. Oh, for grace to trust. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe that I'll see you do it again. You made a way rocking when there was no way. say this to you and then I'm going to close the service out 
I want you to understand that your hard times have not come to destroy you. Your hard times are to, to prepare you and to cause you to experience an open heaven, to give you a fresh glimpse of God and to hear his voice. And look at me, sir. Look at me, mother. It hasn't happened yet. There will come a day when you will look back and say, surely, the Lord was in that place. The devil thought he would kill me, but God used it to get me to my blessing. Hallelujah. With heads bowed and eyes closed and no one looking around, listen, stop by Southeastern. And if you want to join college, but be a part of our university. But before I do anything, are you here and you've heard this preaching? There's things in your life that ought not be there that have alienated you from the Lord and separated you from him. And you would say, Pastor Rayleigh, when you pray, pray for me. Because I need the Lord. I've got sin in my life. When you pray, pray for me. If that's you, when I count to three, raise your hand. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor. One, since you're praying anyway, remember me. Two, Pastor, don't forget me. Three, slip up your hand right now. Just pray for me, Pastor. I see hands all over the room, hands all over the room, hands all over the room. I want everybody to take your hand and place it over your heart right now. This is an urgent prayer for many people. Pray this prayer after me loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, please forgive me for all my sins. Take my heart, wash me clean, make me new, give me a new beginning, give me a fresh start. I receive you now as Lord and Savior. I need you. I need you. I'm made for more. I'm made for more. I receive that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you've prayed that in a minute or somebody around you prayed it, give God a praise right now for those that meant it. I want everybody to raise your hands. I'm going to close the service out and do my best to make it to the back. But if you're visiting with me, stop and see me. As I said, I want you to stop by the Southeastern booth if you'd like to join college but I decree that this word doesn't fade away in your mind you're going to realize even in the hard place that you are made for more amen hold those hands up and let me pray over you father right now in the name of Jesus I bless my brothers and my sisters God we will come back in this place in force next Sunday morning for Mother's Day but God we don't want to rush through this moment we want to tell you now we know we made it through because you have been good Lord as we take our way home keep us safe as we travel but God remind us of your faithfulness and goodness we give you all the praise and all the glory somebody give the Lord the ovation of praise right now I'm headed back to the back. If you're visiting, I'd love to see you. If you want to find out more about our college, stop by in the back of our university. I love you. Any blessed folk going home? All right, you're dismissed. Amen.